Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host Connor and today we are finishing up our BT09X record set review by taking a look at all of the new green, black, purple and white cards that are found in the new set. There are a lot of cards, a lot of new decks to talk about, so we're going to breeze right past the state of the meta this week, but look forward to a return to the state of the meta next week, because we have a lot to discuss in that segment. The meta has really turned into a very interesting place, so I'm really looking forward to talking about it for you guys. But, because we have so much to get through this week, we're going to breeze right past and get into the second half of our set review. Now, last week we talked about all the new red, blue, and yellow cards coming out in BT09X Record, or that have already been out, because this is a little bit behind where we would usually like to be due to various factors, like the spicy cough, but the there are also a lot of great new green, black, purple, and white cards, and that is what we're going to be talking about this week. So, if you wanted to hear about the red, blue, and yellow cards... Tune into episode 77, that was last week's episode, because we won't really be covering those today. We're just going to focus on the second half of the set. Now, as always, these are going to just be based on my opinion, my experiences, my knowledge, which naturally are going to be different to yours, because we're not the same people. You have different experiences, different knowledge, different opinions and ideas than I do, and that is fine. If I get it wrong, or if you feel like I get it wrong about a card, feel free to let me know. Just be reasonable in the discussion is all I ask. Also, unfortunately, there are, well, fortunately, there's a lot of awesome cards to talk about in this set, but that does mean that we're not going to be able to get to every card. So I do apologize in advance. If I skip over your new favorite card of the set, please do let me know if I don't mention your favorite card, because I would love to talk about it with you. But we're going to launch right into it. And first... We have some new green cards to talk about. First up, we have Motimon. This is green's new level 2, and the Inheritable says your turn. While this Digimon has Insectoid in its traits, it gets plus 1000 DP. Now this might seem like a niche card at first glance, but in actuality there are a number of competitive and relevant Digimon in green with the Insectoid trait. Now the most relevant Digimon here are probably the Kuwagamon line from this very set, because they form the core of one of the most competitive decks for the BT9 format, at least in the Japanese version. In English, is actually not doing so well, but it's still a good deck. We've seen plenty of Insectoid support in the past as well. The Tentome Online from the Classic Collection was all about it wanted your Digimon to have the Insectoid trait. More or less, any Kabuterimon or Kuwagamon does have the Insectoid trait. So, all in all, this Modimon can be a really consistent plus 1000 DP for you in green, which is pretty cool. Moving on now, we have the level 3s. We have Kukuamon X Antibody. So this is a level 3 that costs 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, and it has 2000 DP. It says Digivolve 0 from Kukuamon as an alternative Digivolution cost. And it says on play, when Digivolving, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Add 1 card with Insectoid or Machine in its traits and 1 X Antibody among them to your hand. Place the rest at the bottom of your deck in any order uh, although you do have the option to digivolve this on top of a Kakuamon to get that search effect for free, 
I have no idea when you would do so because the two Kokuamon we have at the moment are they're okay. They're not exactly green staples, but even playing this card to the field to get that effect is going to be powerful. You can grab a machine or an insectoid and then a copy of the new option card X antibody. So that's potentially two draw on playing one level three, which is very strong. So overall, I like this in an insectoid deck for sure. And if you decide to use Kukuamon in your deck, so much the better because you might get that free digivolution and free card drawer off this as well. Onto the level 4s, we have Kuwagamon X Antibody first up. This is a level 4 that costs 5 to play, 2 to digivolve, 6,000 DP. It digivolves 0 from Kuwagamon, and then it doesn't have any main effects, but it does have an inheritable effect that says your turn. While this Digimon has Insectoid in its traits, this Digimon gains Piercing. Now, this is a really simple card, but I think that it's deceptively simple. We know that the X-Antibody Digivolutions are very good. They draw you a bunch of cards. You need Kuwagamon cards to get that free Digivolution here, and the ones that we have are only okay, but I think you'll probably still want to include Kuwagamon X-Antibody in your Insectoid deck, just because I feel like that piercing effect, combined with what you want to do in an Insectoid deck, which is usually suspend and attack your opponent's Digimon, that's just going to be so powerful. The top-end Insectoid Digimon like Promo Grand Kawagamon, the new Grandest Kawagamon, also specialize in attacking multiple times a turn or attacking for multiple checks at a time. So adding the ability to pierce over an opposing Digimon gives you a strong removal choice, and then it still allows you to damage your opponent at the same time. So you don't have to choose between removing a threat or advancing your win condition. So overall, I like Kuwagamon X Antibody. I just wish we had better level 4 Kuwagamon to Digivolve it over. Next, we have Leomon X Antibody. This is a green and blue level 4. 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve from green or blue, 5,000 DP. And it has all turns when this Digimon would be deleted in battle. You may play one Leomon from its Digivolution cards without paying its memory cost. And of course, it also has Digivolve Zero from Leomon. So this is a bit of a strange card. I'm not really sure how I would build a deck around this. I think you definitely have to build a deck around it rather than slotting it into an existing deck because that effect is so very specific. You need plenty of level 4 Leomon to make the most of that all turns effect here. We have no on-play effect Leomon at the moment in green and blue. We do have one in yellow, but uh, and that was my first thought when I saw this effect. I thought, let's use some on-play effects and get some free on-play effects. But we do have the EXO2 Leomon. That's a blocker with a strong on-deletion effect, as long as you have a tamer in play. So you do have at least one good option to put into play with this effect. But that's kind of dedicating a lot of your deck space for a not that great effect. It doesn't even trigger when this is deleted by a card effect. It only triggers when this is deleted by battle. So it's really specific. Your opponent can just kind of use an option card, get it out of here. Uh, I think this points at a cool direction for Leomon, but it kind of needs more support before I, before I think it's going to be where I would want it to be. Onto the level 5s, and first we have Panjamon X Antibody. This is a green and blue level 5. It costs 7 to play, 3 to Digivolve from green or blue. It has 7,000 DP. It says Digivolve 0 from Panjamon. It also says treat this card slash Digimon as if it also has Leomon in its name. And then all turns when this Digimon would be deleted in battle, you may play one Leomon from this Digimon's Digivolution cards without paying its memory cost. This is another strange card. We only have one Panjamon in the game, by the way. That's a blue vanilla Digimon. So not like your best choice. 
as a card to digivolve this over. But but being able to treat Punjamon X Antibody as if it has Leomon in its name kind of opens up our deck building avenues a bit. And I would love to see what a deck built around this archetype would look like. But again, I just don't think it's particularly strong. Next, we have Akuamon X Antibody, another level 5. It costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 8,000 DP. It says Digivolve 0 from Akuamon. And when Digivolving, if Akuamon or X Antibody is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, if this Digimon is attacking, you may switch the target of the attack to one of your opponent's suspended Digimon. And finally, it says your turn when this Digimon would Digivolve into a Digimon with Insectoid in its traits. Reduce the Digivolution cost by one. So Akuamon X Antibody seems like a great card to put into your grandest Kuagamon deck, which we've mentioned that card a couple times and we will talk about it later. It can take out a smaller Digimon out of nowhere with that Digivolution effect, so long as you can find a way to Digivolve when you attack, which is kind of what the Insectoid trait is good at. Take a look at the classic collection EX01 Tentomon line. That's what it was trying to do. So you use some of those pieces. You also, X Antibody option card allows you to Digivolve while attacking. So this makes your Digivol, uh, it probably won't work for this, but you know, keep it in mind. Um, this also makes your Digivolutions into Insectoid Digimon cheaper, and that's not a once per turn effect. So if you Digivolve this stack from Grand Kawagamon into a Grandest Kawagamon, you save two memory on that Digivolution chain. So this is a fantastic card all around for Grandest Kawagamon, as we're going to see. Ooh, I realize as I say this actually that because that your turn effect is not an inheritable, you can't use it multiple times. So you only get to save one memory, but still, that's going to be really good. Next, we have Fujinmon. This is a green and black level 6, the first green level 6 we're talking about. It costs 11 to play, 3 to Digivolve from green or black, has 11,000 DP, and it has hand, main, so you can activate this during your main phase when this card is in your hand. If you have a Digimon with Justimon or Raidenmon in its name in play, you may pay one memory to place this card under that Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card. And then it has when Digivolving, you may trash one Digimon card with Machine or Cyborg in its traits in your hand to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Then the Inheritable says when attacking, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon with 5000 DP or less, that Digimon doesn't unsuspend during your opponent's next unsuspend phase. So this is the third member of the Raidenmon support trio. The when Digivolving effect is great for getting past a blocker or opening up an opponent's Digimon to being attacked. I think the when attacking effect is a little bit weaker thanks to that DP limitation, but the Digimon still gets frozen for a turn, so if your opponent isn't careful, you can really punish them for leaving one of their Digimon exposed. But like the rest of this archetype, I feel like you need to build hard into the archetype for this card to be worth it. It's not a card that you're going to splash in an unrelated deck. Now we have Grandest Kuagamon. This is a level 6 that costs 12 to play. 4 to Digivolve has 12,000 DP. It has Digivolve 1 from Grand Kuagamon. So, Digivolves over your Grand Kuagamon. It has, when Digivolving, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, if this Digimon is attacking, you may switch the target of attack to one of your opponent's suspended Digimon. It has your turn. This Digimon gets plus 4,000 DP. Then it has when attacking once per turn, if Grand Kawagamon or X Antibody is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon and unsuspend this Digimon. Now we've already talked a bit about Grandest Kawagamon, which should give you an idea of how strong it can be. 
Grandis Kawagamon was very prevalent in the Japanese best of one meta, and it's had kind of less success here in the best of three English meta, but I think it can still be a very strong deck. Uh, like Akuamon X Antibody, Grandis Kawagamon's really flexible in that it lets you remove an opponent's Digimon. It's got enough power on your turn to attack over any card in the game except Imperial Dramon Paladin mode, and it can attack twice in one turn. Combine this with the promo Grand Kawagamon that lets you Digiburst and then give it multiple instances of security attack plus one, and you have a powerful OTK deck. I would use effects like Kenichi Joji, the tamer, that gain memory from attacking and deleting opposing Digimon to really make the most of that target switching effect as well. A lot of new green level 6s today. The last one is Dino Tigermon. It costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve from green and blue, has 12,000 DP. Now... This is just a green Digimon, but it Digivolves from green or blue. It has Digivolve 1 from Saber Leomon. It has, when attacking, if a card with Leomon in its name or X Antibody is in this Digimon's Digivolution cards, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon or Tamers. Then your turn, once per turn, when an opponent's Digimon or Tamer becomes suspended, unsuspend this Digimon. Now, when I was doing my write-up on Leomon X Antibody and Panjamon X Antibody, I honestly forgot this card was in the set. It does give you a top end for your theoretical Leomon deck, and its effect lets you attack twice in a turn, which we know is kind of strong. I don't think it's good. We have two Saber Leomon in the game currently, and so you don't have a lot of options if you want to get the extra Digivolution from this. Uh... The Saber Leomon aren't even very good. There's one blue one that trashes four Digivolution cards under one of your opponent's Digimon, so it doesn't really have much synergy with what Dino Tigermon is trying to do. The other one is probably a better choice. It's a green level six. It costs three to Digivolve, and it gets 5,000 DP for the turn when Digivolving. So if you can find a way to get to four memory on your turn so that you can Digivolve into Saber Leomon and then again into Dino, Dino Tigermon, you'll have a 17,000 DP Digimon that can attack twice but that takes a lot of setup for what is ultimately a very underwhelming payoff i think the idea is cool and i think there's a lot of passionate leomon fans who are going to try to make this deck work no matter what but i don't think we're ever going to see it topping an event that does it for the new green digimon we have some option cards to talk about now first is grandis scissor this is a full cost option card that says suspend one of your opponent's digimon then unsuspend one of your Digimon with Insectoid in its traits and it may attack your opponent's Digimon. And then the security effect says suspend one of your opponent's Digimon or Tamers. So Grandis Scissor is a great option card for the Grandis Kuwagamon deck. Unsurprisingly, you get another attack and you remove an opponent's Digimon. Your opponent can no longer keep their Digimon safe from you by just keeping them unsuspended. You can suspend it and then attack them anyway with this card. Now, you can't use this outside of a deck with Insectoid Digimon because you'd rather have something like Flower Cannon or Needle Spray in that deck. But in the Grandest Kawagamon deck, plenty of Insectoids. It's a fantastic card. Next, we have Ground Fang. This is an 8-cost option. It says, Main, return one of your opponent's suspended Digimon and one of their suspended Tamers to the bottom of their owner's decks, and then Security, activate this card's main effect. So, I'm not a huge fan of this card. I think sending a Digimon or Tamer to the bottom of the deck is really, really strong. It gets around a lot of uh, protection effects, and being able to get a 2-for-1 on this card is pretty great. 
Um, but many powerful tamers don't suspend themselves to use their effects. So the times that you're going to get the second part of this effect aren't going to be that many, I think. I also don't like this card out of security because I can see this coming up too late to stop a multi-security check or being unable to target the Digimon that's actually going to swing in and take the win. So I think you would rather something else. And then finally, we have one new green tamer, Mimi Tachikawa and Joe Kido. It's actually a two-color tamer, green and blue. It costs four to play. It says, start of your turn. If you have a suspended Digimon in play, gain one memory. If your opponent has a suspended Digimon in play, gain one memory. And then it has all turns. When one of your green or blue Digimon deletes an opponent's Digimon in battle and survives, you may suspend this tamer to draw one. I think you'll pretty often be able to get two memory out of this tamer. And if you're in an aggressive deck that is going to often be attacking your opponent's Digimon, then you're going to draw a reasonable number of cards off of this. But I think that that kind of deck needs a lot of specific pieces. And so this tamer is going to end up being your 51st card that gets cut a lot. But... Try it out, because I think it could be a lot of fun and surprisingly powerful. Moving on now to the new black cards. First up, we have the new black level 2, Tumblemon. Tumblemon says, Inheritable, opponent's turn. While this Digimon has Blocker, it gets plus 1,000 DP. Now, Tumblemon is an interesting card. If you're planning to use a lot of Blockers, then obviously it's pretty good. But Blockers are kind of in a weird place in the game right now. Early on in the game... Uh, this is like Special Booster version 1.0 because I'm a dinosaur. Level 4 blockers were a staple. Now though, there's so many effects that incidentally or with little effort delete these low level low power Digimon so they never even get to block. So for a while blockers were barely used at all because what was the point? They were just going to die to some random effect. But now they're coming back but mostly they're coming back in black decks on big level 6 stacks that get blocker along with like a number, number of other effects and blockers just kind of incidental. All of that is to say, I don't think Tumblebond does enough right now to be a good card, but if we do see Blocker Resurgence in future, it could come into its own. We have a level 3 to talk about, Dorumon. This is 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, 2000 DP. It says, on play, you may trash one card with X antibody in its traits in your hand to draw 2. So on play, draw 2. On a level 3 is an excellent rate. You do have to trash an ex-antibody traits card from your hand in order to draw the two cards. But we are seeing a new black-purple line in this set that lets you digivolve into Digimon from your trash. So what at first looks kind of like a downside actually becomes a way to set up your future turns and then draw more gas into your hand so you can progress your game plan even further. So ultimately, this is a really strong card as a result of that, and I like it a lot. Simple, but strong. Alright, nothing really major going on in the level 4s in black, so we're going to skip straight to level 5, Grademon. And when I say nothing really going on in the level 4s, there are some level 4s, and they have some cool effects, but nothing that I thought was worth talking about here with the limited time we have. And I like to leave some stuff for you guys to find out for yourselves as well. So moving on to level 5, we have Grademon. 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 8,000 DP. It says, when Digivolving, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Add one card with Alphamon in its name among them to your hand, and place one card with X Antibody in its traits among them under this Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card. Trash the rest. And then the Inheritable says, end of attack, if this Digimon has Alphamon in its name, delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a play cost of 5 or less. Now, Grademon seems like it could be a strong card. It fetches your Alphamon, it puts cards in its Digivolution cards, and that is something that the 
black X antibody archetype needs to do to activate its effects, and it has a removal effect as an inheritable. For me, the problem is that this archetype kind of has a number of strong level 5s to choose from already. Doru Greymon gives security attack plus 1 and protects your stack, and then the new decks Doru Greymon, those are prime examples. Um, so while this is a strong card and I don't think it's a wrong choice, I suspect a lot of people are going to maybe go in other directions, choosing other cards over Greymon, but hey, Doru Greymon may be going to be limited in the English version and maybe Greymon comes into its own. And in either case, it's nice to have this kind of level of flexibility in an archetype. So I'm very happy that Greymon exists for those people who just want to choose it over maybe the road more travelled. Next we have Mega Dramon. This is another level 5. It's black and red. It costs 8 to play. 4 to Digivolve from black or red. Has 8,000 DP. It has when Digivolving. Delete one of your opponent's Digimon with a, or Tamers with a play cost of 3 or less. And then the Inheritable says, when attacking, if this Digimon has Machine or Dragonkin in its traits, delete one of your opponent's Digimon or Tamers with a play cost of 3 or less. Mega Dramon gives us yet another black and red level 5. Its Inheritable works not just with Machine Dramon, which is kind of one of the other places I would see playing this, but it also works with the War Greymon and Black War Greymon lines as well. I like the Tamer control element of this. That's something we're starting to see more of that can be really helpful. This can help control your opponent's Cool Boys and other kind of their value tamers, and it's a great tech option if you're struggling with decks that use these high value tamers to great effect. So nice to see it here at level 5. Moving on to the level 6s, there's a lot to talk about here in black first, is Alphamon, 12 to play, 3 to Digivolve, 11,000 DP. When Digivolving, place one card with X antibody in its traits from your trash under this Digimon as its bottom Digivolution card, and then your turn, once per turn, when an effect places a Digivolution card under this Digimon, did Digivolve 1, one of your opponent's Digimon. So Alphamon, I think, is maybe a little bit on the weak side in terms of DP, but it works with a lot of our support cards here in black, like Greymon and Oriumon. It places a card beneath itself with its when digivolving effect, so you can set up the inheritables that you need under your stack really easily, and it sets your opponent back by a digivolution stage whenever it does so. With a number of effects that put cards beneath Alphamon, I feel like you could really keep your opponent off of their top level Digimon, set them back cards, and make it hard for them to keep a high level Digimon in place. So overall, this is a really solid card for your Alphamon X antibody deck. Alright, we've talked about all of its various pieces, now it's time to talk about the card itself, Raidenmon. This is a level 6, it costs 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve from level 5, 2 to Digivolve over a level 6, and 12,000 DP. It has, on play when Digivolving, place 1 Raijinmon, 1 Fujinmon, and 1 Sujinmon from your trash under this Digimon in any order, as its bottom Digivolution cards. Gain 1 memory for each card placed. Then it has when attacking, if the level 6 cards in this Digimon's Digivolution cards have 3 or more colours among them, this Digimon gets plus 3000 DP until the end of your opponent's turn. If they have 4 or more colours, D-Digivolve 1, one of your opponent's Digimon. Now, we have seen all of the various pieces that go with this, and um, I like its on-play when Digivolving effect because I feel like it's really versatile. You can use it to effectively reduce its memory cost on play. You could end up at net zero or even memory positive on a Digivolution, and then you have a huge attacker, 15,000 DP with that boost. 
that can potentially be digivolving a Digimon every time it attacks. And then with all the inheritables from Raijinmon, Fujinmon, and Suijinmon, you'll also be returning a level 4 to hand, giving another Digimon minus 4,000 DP, and suspending a 5,000 DP or less Digimon and freezing it in place for a turn. That is a lot of value. I think Raidenmon is going to struggle against bigger stacks, which unfortunately represent a large percentage of the current meta with all of the OTK decks running around. So it doesn't feel like it's a top tier strategy, but it sure seems like a fun one. Because of all of these pieces of cyborgs, you can then use support cards like Hagurumon to get them into your trash, draw through your deck, and really get an engine going. Next we have Gyomon. This is a black and red level 6, costs 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve from black or red, and has 13,000 DP. It has Digivolve 2 from black war Greymon. It has this card slash Digimon is also treated as having Greymon in its name. It has security attack plus 1. It has reboot, and it has when Digivolving, if this Digimon has a black Digivolution card, D-Digivolve 1, one of your opponent's Digimon. If this Digimon has a red Digivolution card, Blitz. So Gaiomon is frankly a beast. It's treated as having Greymon in its name, so get it so it gets access to all of your Greymon support, which by now is numerous and powerful. It has a natural security attack plus one. It's got reboot, so it can attack aggressively and then be safe from a counterattack. And then finally, it has removal in the form of the D Digivolve effect, as well as Blitz, so it can act as a game closer, kind of like Omnimon BT5, the Blitz Omnimon. This is a great upgrade to that Black War Greymon deck that we were seeing in BT8, and like that deck, because it is black and red, Gaiamon's a very flexible game piece, and it gives you a lot of freedom in the way that you build around it. Plus, it just looks freaking cool. It's a Samurai War Greymon. That's awesome. Next, we have Bihumon. I told you there were a lot of level 6s. First... So, it is 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve, 13,000 DP. It has, when Digivolving, unsuspend up to 2 Digimon and or Tamers, then gain 1 memory for each of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon and Tamers, and then end of your turn once per turn for every 2 unsuspended Digimon and or Tamers your opponent has in play, trash 1 card from the top of your opponent's security stack. Now... This is one of the four sovereigns, and of the four sovereign cards we have seen, I think by Humon is the strongest, at least currently with the support currently available. It's often going to be very cheap, if not completely free to Digivolve into, and it puts your opponent in a position where they kind of need to play aggressively so that their Digimon and Tamers are suspended, or they're going to just risk losing a lot of security at the end of your turns. This is really powerful against decks that want to hold back, build a big board, and play conservatively. It feels a little static to me, but I think that might be as much a playstyle preference as anything else. You want to protect your bi-human by human, by human, maybe chip at your opponent with your own Digimon and have a number of control effects to slow your opponent down so by human can continue draining them. If you're interested in a control strategy and black together, this could be an interesting one. Moving on to the level 7s, we've got one black level 7, Alphamon Oriukin. Uh, 15 to play, 7 to Digivolve, 16,000 DP is the second Digimon we've seen hit that threshold. It says Digivolve 3 from Alphamon with an Oriumon Digivolution card. So specifically, it costs 3 when you Digivolve over an Alphamon that has Oriumon in its Digivolution cards. So very careful about that. That's very specific. When Digivolving, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the highest play cost. Then end of your turn, once per turn, you may return up to 7 non-Digi-Egg cards with X antibody in their traits from this Digimon's Digivolution cards to the bottom of your deck in any order. If you do, 
gain one memory for each card returned. So Alphamon Oriukin is a really powerful card that when Digimobbing effect can delete your opponent's most powerful Digimon, or if you catch them off guard, it can delete several of their most powerful Digimon. And the end of turn effect gives you a huge ability to extend your plays and your turn and ensure that you're going to be performing more actions on your turn than your opponent can on theirs, which is one of the most consistent ways to set yourself up to win a game of Digimon. At 16,000 DP, Alphamon Oriukin can attack over any other Digimon in the game except Imperial Drummond Paladin mode, which also has 16,000 DP, and it can digivolve over an Alphamon with an Oriumon in its Digivolution cards, as we said. This is something simple to achieve in black, by the way, because you, there's many ways to get that Oriumon into Digivolution cards for just three memory. Even if you can't set that up before you need to get the Alphamon Oriukin into play, with that end of turn effect, you're going to be able to keep control of the turn anyway in almost every situation. So this is a hugely strong card. We have a few option cards to talk about as well. First is Attack of the Heavy Digimon. This is a zero cost option card. It says you may trash one card with Cyborg or Machine in its traits in your hand to have all of your level 6 Digimon with Machine in their traits gain Rush. And on play, if this Digimon has a Digivolution card, Blitz for the turn. So you, so you trash a card with Cyborg or Machine in its traits and then whenever you have a level 6 Digimon, if you have a level 6 Digimon with Machine in its traits on the field, even if you play it after you've played this card, it gets Rush, and on play, if it has a Digivolution card, Blitz. So, pretty cool, pretty interesting. Hard to maybe wrap your head around. And then the security effect is you may trash one card with Cyborg or Machine in its traits from your hand to delete one of your opponent's Digimon whose play cost is less than or equal to the trashed card's play cost. So this is a support piece that works with not just the new Raidenmon archetype but also Machine Digimon EX01 because these are both cards that you, when you put them into play they have on play effects that put cards into their Digivolution sources. Usually you play a card it doesn't have Digivolution sources but these two they can do that. So, you play uh, Attack of the Heavy Digimon. Then, you play your Machine Digimon or your Raidenmon. You use its effect, put a Digivolution card beneath it, and then it has Rush, and then it also has Blitz. So, even though you're giving the memory over to your opponent, you're giving the turn to your opponent, this Digimon that just came into play can still swing. So, uh, you can be a lot more aggressive with your plays, and that security effect is a really powerful removal effect. So if you're planning to run Machine Drummond or Raidenmon as a deck, you're going to want this card, basically. Next, we have Kongao. I think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, <laughs> two to play. Until the end of your opponent's turn, your opponent's Digimon with play costs of seven or less can't attack players, and cards can't be added to security stacks by your opponent's effects. And then the security effect activates the main effect. So speaking as an armor rush player, this card is the bane of my existence right now. It completely shuts down a low-cost Digimon rush strategy, and it also makes life really difficult for decks like Mastermon, which want to manipulate their own security. This is also an excellent way to stall your opponent and buy yourself one last turn to turn the game around, or go for an unimpeded win. Unfortunately, I find that it does very little against large stack OTK decks like Wargreymon X and Gaiamon, but it's still a very valuable piece. Next we have X Digivolution. This is a three cost option. It says while you have a Digimon with X antibody in its traits in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements. Then it has revealed the top three cards of your deck. 
You may digivolve one of your Digimon into a Digimon card with X antibody in its traits among them without paying its memory cost. Trash the rest. Then place one card with X antibody in its traits from your trash under one of your Digimon with X antibody in its traits as its bottom Digivolution card. Then the security effect says you may reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one card with X antibody in its traits among them to your hand. Trash the rest. So this card certainly seems good on its surface. When I first read it, I definitely thought it was good. But I've had to think about it, and I think it's too reliant on luck to really make the cut. To get the most out of it, you need to be either late in the game and have a lot of Digimon already in your trash, or you need to flip two viable Digimon in your top three cards. One of them needs to be able to Digivolve on top of a Digimon that you have in play, because this doesn't let you ignore Digivolution requirements, so that really narrows the chances of success. So overall, this is a really cool idea, but I think you just need to get so lucky that it's not really worth playing. One last option card, Soul Digitization. This is a 5 cost option card. It says, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Choose one Digimon card with X antibody in its traits among them, and delete one of your opponent's Digimon whose play cost is less than or equal to the chosen card's play cost. Trash the revealed cards. Then place one card with X antibody in its traits from under from your trash under one of your Digimon with X antibody in its traits as its bottom Digivolution card. Then the security effect activates the main effect. So soul digitization. For me, it suffers from the same issue as X Digivolution. In your top three cards, you need to flip an X Antibody Trait Digimon that has a higher play cost than a Digimon you want to delete on your opponent's field. And since decks play fewer Digimon of higher levels, uh, this means that the more powerful the Digimon you want to delete, the less likely that you're going to be able to do so. Really cool and interesting effect, but again, I find it's just too reliant on luck for my tastes. We have a couple of tamers to talk about as well in black. First is Daigo Nishijima. This is a three-cost tamer. It says, all turns, when an opponent's Digimon becomes unsuspended during a main phase, you may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. It has your turn. When one of your Digimon digivolves into a black level six Digimon, it gains blocker until the end of your opponent's turn. So Daigo feels like it could be great if you could get multiple copies into play. So you gain a lot of memory when your opponent unsuspends their Digimon in a main phase. But the blocker effect seems like a bit niche. And there aren't that many decks at the moment that unsuspend very often in a main phase. I mean, there's like a few. But at present, I think that in most matchups, this is not going to do too much in your deck. But Daigo is a strong counter against unsuspend heavy decks. So keep it on the back burner for future metas or keep it in mind if that kind of thing is coming up a lot at your locals. Finally, we have Maki Himikawa. This is another three cost tamer. It says on play, reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one Tapiamon and one two-color black card among them to your hand. Place the rest at the bottom of your deck in any order. And then your turn when one of your Digimon would Digivolve into a two-color black Digimon card, you may suspend this Tamer to reduce the Digivolution cost by one. So Maki seems at first glance like another card that's too niche, but a bit of a quick search shows me decks like Gaiomon are playing Maki to find their pieces and reduce their Digivolution costs. So even if you're not playing Tapiamon, playing a Tamer, drawing a card, and then getting a memory reduction each turn is a great combination of effects, especially on a three-cost Tamer. So Maki is a really cool piece of tech for your two-color decks that use black. Alright, time to take a look at the new purple cards now. First up is the new level two, Pargumon. 
This inheritable says, when attacking, you may trash one card in your hand to have this Digimon get plus 1000 DP for the turn. So Pugumon is a very simple card, but sometimes the simple designs are some of the best. It lets you get cards into your trash to recur or use for your effects. It enables any effects that you may have that care about trashing cards from your hand. And of course, it gives a Digimon plus 1000 DP when you really need it. Simple, but sweet. Next up is Drachmon. This is a new level 3. It costs 3 to play. 0 to Digivolve. Has 1000 DP. It says, on play, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck. Trash one of them and add one card with undead or dark animals in its traits among them to your hand. Place the rest at the bottom of your deck in any order. Then it has Inheritable. When attacking, this Digimon may Digivolve into a Digimon card with Undead or Dark Animal in its traits from your trash for its Digivolution cost. So Drachmon is a search and support piece for a purple archetype that's technically been in the game since the beginning because we have had Undead and Dark Animal trait Digimon since then, but which has not actually acted as an archetype until now. Being able to digivolve into something in your trash is very cool. It lets your trash act almost like an extension of your hand. And as we know, in purple, it is very easy to get a lot of cards into your trash. Notable Digimon with the undead or dark animal traits are a lot of the Myotismon support cards. So possibly Drachmon could slot into a Myotismon deck. I don't really think the dark animal or undead archetypes are very cohesive yet. So I wouldn't expect them to be very powerful, but it is cool to see purple branching out. Moving on to the level 4s now, and we have Dexterugamon. This is a purple and black level 4. It costs 6 to play, 3 to Digivolve from either purple or black. It has 6,000 DP, and it has Digivolve 0 from Darugamon. It also has, when Digivolving, you may trash one card with Dex or Death X in its name, or X antibody in its traits in your hand to gain one memory. When Digivolving, if this Digimon has Darugamon in its Digivolution cards or is Digivolving from the trash, one of your Digimon gains Blocker and Retaliation until the end of your opponent's turn. So Dex Darugamon can make you memory positive when Digivolving over a Darugamon with that memory gain effect. And because this line wants to Digivolve from your trash in any case, trashing the card from your hand is more like setting yourself up for a future turn than any kind of drawback. The Blocker and Retaliation combo is fantastic by the way, it makes even a small Digimon a terrible terrifying wall for your opponents if they don't want to lose their huge stack in an unfavorable trade. Onto the level 5s and we have Maycrackmon Vicious Mode. This is a purple and yellow level 5. It costs 6 to play, 4 to Digivolve from purple or yellow. It has 6000 DP. It has on play when Digivolving, you may trash one card in your hand. If you trash a purple card, delete one of your opponent's level 3 Digimon. If you trash a yellow card, one of your opponent's Digimon gets minus 3000 DP for the turn. Then it has Inheritable on deletion. If this Digimon has two or more colors, gain two memory. So, make Crackmon Vicious Mode immediately says Mastermon to me. It's both purple and yellow, so it's a great DNA Digivolution target because it can fill either of Mastermon's requirements. It's got an on-play effect for if you need to just get it into play or if you play it through Mastermon's effect, and its Inheritable sets you to quickly come back up if your opponent manages to delete your Mastermon. Unfortunately, May Crackmon's not an angel, so it can't be searched with most of Mastermon's search support, but I feel like for that deck specifically, it is still a good tech card. 
Our next level 5 is Dex Doru Greymon. This is a purple and black level 5. It costs 8 to play, 4 to Digivolve from purple or black. It has 8,000 DP. It has Digivolve 1 from Doru Greymon. And it has, when Digivolving, you may trash one card with Dex or Death X in its name or X Antibody in its traits in your hand to gain one memory. It also has, when Digivolving, if this Digimon has Doru Greymon in its Digivolution cards or is Digivolving from the trash, Delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. Now, there's not much to say about Dex Doru Greymon. I think that we didn't already say about Dex Darugamon. But I did want to take this chance to say that I really like the purple and black color combination. It opens you up, I feel, to a really wide range of cool option cards and cool combinations. It should be really in easy to trigger the when Digivolving effect with this and control your opponent's board to a degree as well. Alright, moving on to the level 6s. First we have Grand Drachmon. 12 to play, 4 to Digivolve, 12,000 DP. It has, when Digivolving, you may play one purple level 3 Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. And it has, end of attack, once per turn, you may Digivolve one of your other Digimon into a Digimon card with undead or dark animal in its traits from your trash without paying its memory cost. So Grand Drachmon is a really interesting one. It has the dark animal trait, so it pairs up well with Drachmon and the other dark animal animal support in this set and then when you digivolve into it you get a level 3 into play which you can start digivolving for free by attacking with the Grand Drachmon. Now I'm not exactly sure how this deck should look I think it's going to be a mix of dark animal support effects to get cards into trash and strong when digivolving effects but it seems really different than most decks we've seen so far in the Digimon card game and that is very exciting. Next we have Raguelmon. This is a purple and yellow level 6, 12 to play. 4 to Digivolve from purple or yellow, 12,000 DP. It has on play, play one purple or yellow Digimon card with 6,000 DP or less from your trash without paying its memory cost. If you have one or fewer security cards, you may play one level 6 or lower Digimon card with Angel or Fallen Angel in its traits from your trash without paying its memory cost instead. End of turn, you may DNA Digivolve this Digimon and one of your other Digimon in play into a Digimon card in your hand for its DNA Digivolve cost. Now, I almost, almost skipped right over Raguelmon. Then I read it again, and I realized what it was trying to do. In this set, we've got a purple, level 7 purple and yellow DNA Digivolution Digimon, or Dinimon, and Raguelmon is clearly a piece of support tech for that. You play your Raguelmon, you play another level 6, then you DNA Digivolve with the end of your turn effect. Now, there are two big downsides here that I can see. Firstly, you need to be on one of fewer security, so you're going to be very close to losing the game by the time that you get Ordinimon on board. And then second, there's a huge amount of memory that you're going to be spending to do this, 12 memory. If you can get Raguelmon into play for cheap or free somehow, then this becomes much better, but I don't think we have many ways to do that currently. But I wouldn't want to pay, play this for the full cost, personally. Getting two extra Digimon into play is a pretty cool effect, it's an instant board, but I don't think you play this outside Ordinimon because the effect seems so tailored to support that card specifically. Next we have Dex Dorugamon. This is a purple and black level 6. Cost 13 to play, 5 to Digivolve from purple or black, has 13,000 DP. It has Digivolve 2 from Dorugoromon. It has when Digivolving. If this Digimon has Dorugoromon in its Digivolution cards, or is Digivolving from the trash, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the lowest level, and it has on deletion, you may play 1 purple or black level 3 Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. 
If you have five or more cards with decks or death X in their names in your trash, you may play one death X mon from your trash without paying its memory cost. Now, if you catch your opponent off guard with Dexter Goromon, it can be a real blowout, deleting two or more of their Digimon. Then, when your Dexter Goromon is deleted, it gets either a level 3 or a hugely powerful level 7 that we're going to talk about later back into play. That is huge. Once you hit that 5 card threshold and you have your Death X Mon in trash, you can attack with Dex Dorigoromon with impunity, knowing that the worst case scenario is getting an even more powerful Digimon to replace it. Dex Dorigoromon is a boss. Alright, we have a couple of purple level 7s to talk about. First, Ordinimon. This is a purple and yellow per level 7. 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve from purple or yellow, 15,000 DP. It has DNA Digivolution, 0 from purple level 6 plus yellow level 6. Then when Digivolving, when DNA Digivolving, delete one of your opponent's level 6 or higher Digimon and all of their level 5 or lower Digimon. For each Digimon deleted by this effect, recovery plus 1. Then on deletion, you may trash the top card of your security stack to play this card without paying its memory cost. Now we already talked a bit about Ordinimon when we discussed Raguelmon, but there's more to say here. Although that DNA Digivolve cost is huge because you need two level 6 Digimon in play, a purple and a yellow, the payoff is also huge. You can wipe an unsuspecting opponent's board, you can replenish your security, and then it becomes very difficult for your opponent to get rid of Ordinimon without something like a Mega Death. Basically, they need to put it back in your hand or on the bottom of your deck instead of deleting it, and not every deck can do that. I've been blown out by this card before, and if you're not ready for it, it can really take over a game. It's very cool. And the last purple Digimon we have to talk about is a very controversial one, Death Xmon. Purple and black, level 7, 20 to play, 6 to Digivolve from purple or black, 15,000 DP it has. When you would play this card, reduce its memory cost by 3 for each Digimon and Tamer your opponent has in play. It has on play when Digivolving, D-Digivolve 1 all your opponent's Digimon, then delete all of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon, and then end of opponent's turn once per turn, delete all of your opponent's Digimon with the lowest play cost. So... There's been a lot of hype and discussion around Death Xmon. The cost reduction effect is very powerful for a couple of reasons. One, it is very easy for this to be quite cheap to play. If your opponent has just four Tamers and Digimon in play, they've got two Tamers set up, they've got two Digimon in play, this powerful level 7 is going to cost you just eight memory to play. Then it almost certainly wipes out your opponent's board, it deletes all of their cheaper Digimon on play, and then it gives them just one turn until their lowest cost Digimon is deleted. The second reason there's been a lot of talk about this is, even though it is a purple and black Digimon, the cost reduction effect means you can play it in any color of deck, and reasonably expect to be able to play it straight from your hand. So Death Xmon can slot into most decks as a board wipe effect. One great thing about Digimon is that the color delineations are quite strong, so although you can mix colors, there's few to no cards that go in every deck. And the ones that do are often just kind of enablers, but Death Xmon is a board wipe and it's a game finisher, and if it can fit into every deck, we run the risk of getting to a place where no matter what deck you play against, they end up with the exact same card. Now some people might say we're already kind of at that place with the prevalence of OTK decks in this meta, but I think Death Xmon is kind of a step further than that, because OTK decks in all colors kind of finish you in the same way, but this is literally the same card. I don't think Death Xmon goes too far, although later sets might prove me wrong on that, so get the timestamp. <laughs> but I hope Bandai is careful with printing these kind of effects in future. 
Alright, quite a few option cards to talk about in purple as well. Purple getting a lot of cool cards in this set. Firstly, DeathX Digivolution. This is a zero-cost option. It says, while you have a Digimon with X antibody in its traits in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements. And it says, you may Digivolve one of your Digimon into a Digimon card with Dex or DeathX in its name from your trash for its memory cost. Then the security effect adds this card to its owner's hand. Now, we have seen that the Dex line wants to Digivolve into cards in your trash. And DeathX... Death X Digivolution is a great way to do that. It adds flexibility to your deck. You've got the option to Digivolve from hand or from trash. It, it's it's a really cool card and a really powerful enabler, but there's kind of not much more to say about it other than that. Like, if you're playing the deck, you'll probably play this card. Next, we have Metal Impulse. This is a purple and black option card. Six to play. Main effect, trash up to three cards in your hand. For each card trashed by this effect, D-Digivolve 1, one of your opponent's Digimon. And then delete one of your opponent's level 4 or lower Digimon. And then the security effect activates this card's main effect. So you do have to have a black and a purple Tamer and or Digimon in play to use Metal Impulse from your hand. But if you've got enough cards in your hand to trash, this can take out any stack on your opponent's board. Level 7, D-Digivolved by the maximum of 3 that this can do, becomes a level 4, which you can then delete. Not to mention, we've already established that the black and purple Dex line wants to Digivolve from trash and utilize your trash as a resource, so Metal Impulse sets back your opponent while forwarding your own game plan. Ultimately, pretty sweet. Next we have Eye of the Gorgon, 8 to play. Delete one of your opponent's unsuspended Digimon. If you do, you may play one purple level 3 Digimon card from your trash without paying its memory cost. Any on-play effects on Digimon played with this effect don't activate. Then the Inheritable says security activate... Oh, this card's main effect. The Inheritable. The security effect, sorry. I'm not a huge fan of Eye of the Gorgon. If it, this had been in the game's first set, it probably would have been one of the best option cards in the game. But now we've got like, effects that dodge removal. We've got cheaper removal effects. So although I think this card is still good, I just don't think it's your best removal choice in most instances. So you're going to pick other cards over this. We have one purple tamer, Maiko Mochizuki. This is a three-cost tamer. It says, on play, you may reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one purple or yellow Digimon card among them to your hand. Trash the rest. And then all turns, when you play a two-color purple and yellow Digimon, you may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. So this is obviously a great tamer for Mass Demon. You've got a lot of purple and yellow Digimon in that deck, so you're going to be able to search for key pieces with the on-play effect here and gain a lot of memory over the course of a game. And this gains you memory even if you play the Digimon by an effect, by the way, so you can end up memory positive. Ultimately, an awesome card. Moving on now to the new white cards, and we actually have a few to talk about. Firstly, a new white Digimon, Omnimon Merciful Mode. This is a level 7, it costs 15 to play, 6 to Digivolve from red, blue, yellow, or green, and it has 15,000 DP. It has Digivolve 3, if name contains Omnimon. It has when Digivolving for each card with Mega in their traits in this Digimon's Digivolution cards. Delete one of your opponent's Digimon. Then, place 10 cards from your opponent's trash at the bottom of their deck in any order. Then, start of your turn, trash the top card of this Digimon. If you do, trash the top card of your opponent's security stack. 
Now, it has been many a set since we've seen a new Omnimon, as hard as that is to believe, and Merciful Mode does not disappoint with the return. My favourite part about this card is the way that it can deal with decks that want to use their trash as another resource. As the Merciful Mode player, you choose the cards that get taken out of your opponent's trash, so with a bit of understanding of what their deck is trying to accomplish, you can really set them back. Merciful Mode only sticks around for a turn, but it takes out a security on its way out. Plus, if you've built your Digivolution stack carefully, level 6 up to level 6 antibody, X antibody to Omnimon to Merciful Mode, then you can delete any three of your opponent's Digimon. Uh, even if you're not quite in Christmas Land and you only get two deletions, that's going to happen fairly often. If you struggle with trash-heavy decks in your local meta, Merciful Mode might be the answer. Alright, we've mentioned it a lot. Finally, we're talking about the card itself, X antibody. This is a white, zero-cost option. With a lot of text, it says, While you have a Digimon in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements. It has security, gain one memory, and add this card to its owner's hand. It has main. Place this card under one of your Digimon without X antibody in its Digivolution cards as its bottom Digivolution card. It has an inheritable effect, not a security effect, an inheritable effect, because you can place it beneath the Digimon. So it says, All turns. Effects can't trash X antibody in this Digimon's Digivolution card, and it says when attacking, this Digimon can Digivolve into a Digimon card with X antibody in its traits in your hand for its Digivolution cost. Whew, this is a complicated card. Even when I built an X antibody deck and I first started using this card, I didn't really understand all of its effects, but turns out it's a fantastic card in an X antibody Digimon focused deck. Now, there's two main benefits to playing this card. One, we've seen a lot of effects in this set that want you to either have a specific Digimon in your Digivolution sources to activate it, or have X antibody in your Digivolution sources. So, if you miss out on the right Digivolution line, which can happen, happens often, you can still play X antibody to the Digimon sources and get access to the most powerful version of its effects. Also, X-Antibody gives your X-Antibody Digimon Virtual Blitz, so even if you don't have the memory to Digivolve and then attack in one turn, you still can kind of attack and then Digivolve while attacking with this. Remember that X-Antibody doesn't let you ignore Digivolution requirements, so you do have to have an X-Antibody Digimon that can naturally Digivolve from your target Digimon in your hand to get this effect. Add on to all of this that security effect, which gains you a memory for some reason, as well as adding this card to your hand. Like, why does it gain you a memory? This card does so much and is so good already. Um, so you've got a very powerful option card in the right deck. Uh, my preferred use for X-Antibody right now is to build a large multiple security attack plus stack with War Greymon at the top, put X-Antibody underneath it, attack, use X-Antibody's effect, Digivolve into War Greymon X-Antibody, Take out my opponent's security, gain all the memory back and more with War Greymon X's effect, continue my turn. And this is a really powerful line of play that really can only be made possible by X Antibody. Next, we have the dreaded X Program. This is an 8 cost white option. It says, while you have a Digimon with Dex or Death X in its name in play, you may use this card without meeting its color requirements, and then delete one Digimon without X Antibody in its traits. If there are three or more Digimon in play, delete all Digimon without X Antibody in their traits instead. And then the security effect says, delete one of your opponent's Digimon without X Antibody in its traits. Now, I spent a bit of time trying to be generous about X Program, but the more I thought about it, the more I felt it wasn't very good. It's a white option card, so you need something like Analog Youth, Cool Boy, or D Reaper in play in order to be able to use it. 
You can also use it if you have a Dex or Death X Digimon in play, but that's a specific archetype in just two colors, so straight out of the gate, X program, not very flexible, and that's a mark against it for me. It's very nearly kind of a Gaia Force for Digimon without X Antibody in their traits, but in the current meta, how many non-X Antibody trait decks are being played, really? At least currently, the potential targets for this are very limited, and then, if there are three or more Digimon in play, you'd better hope that all of your Digimon in play are X Antibodies, or they're going to get wiped as well as your opponent's Digimon, because this effect targets everything. It's symmetrical. I think there's just too many strikes against this card for it to be worth playing for any reason other than the theme. The last card we're going to talk about is a new White Tamer, and it is Cool Boy. Costs two to play. It has on play, reveal the top three cards of your deck. Add one Digimon card with X Antibody in its traits and one option card with X Antibody in its traits among them to your hand. Place the rest at the bottom of your deck in any order. Then when one of your Digimon digivolves into a same level Digimon with X Antibody in its traits, you may suspend this tamer to gain one memory and draw one. So the last but certainly not least is Cool Boy. This is a great tamer in any deck that's using X Antibody cards. It kind of seems very niche. Both of the effects really heavily reference X-Antibody Digimon, but in practice, because Digivolving an X-Antibody Digimon onto a Digimon of the same level is frequently free or really cheap, Cool Boy makes you memory positive on a lot of these Digivolutions, and then it draws you another card. So, and that's in addition to being a great search effect on play. Getting just two Cool Boys into play gets you two to four cards from the on play effect, then three cards and two memory back on your X-Antibody Digivolutions. And X-Antibody decks digivolve over the same level with amazing frequency, so this is going to come up. Obviously, once the X-Antibody meta has passed, Cool Boy is going to fade out, but right now it is a superstar. And that brings us to the end of our set review. Better late than never. BT09X Record, there's a lot to say about it. There are a lot of really powerful decks in here. A lot of what we might call one-turn kill decks, decks that kind of set up to win the game in one turn. And the people have a lot of strong feelings about that. I personally think that there's a lot of different decks that are viable in this meta, enabled by the cards in this set. So I'm pretty happy. Some people argue that there's a lot of different decks, but they play very similarly, so it doesn't feel very flexible. But ultimately, I'm really happy with this set. I, As I said last episode, I don't really like the visual design of the X-Antibody Digimon, but I like the way that they play in the game. I think it's a lot of fun. I'm somebody who likes to draw a bunch of cards, do, do a lot of things in one turn, have a big stack that swings for a lot of security. So this suits me absolutely fine. Wargreymon X is the most fun I've had with a red deck in many a set. Um, but I can see why people might be a bit off and on about this set. Ultimately, I think it's really good, but I would love to hear what all of you think about. And with that, I you have heard enough from me, so now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is going to be, what is your favorite deck or what are your favorite decks enabled by the cards from bt 9 X record. If you have an answer to that listening question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me, memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gage Podcast. You can tweet at me at Connor EFMG, or you can sign up for our Discord server. Links to all of that are in the show notes of this episode, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. 
New episodes of this show come out each and every week, so follow us on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service of choice allows you to do so, please, 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 please rate and review the show. I know you hear it everywhere from every podcast. You're probably sick of hearing it, but the reason you hear it all the time is because it really does uh, help out. So consider doing it. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge. Logging out.